Our family is just getting bigger and bigger. Welcome to 657 AM. We now have uh, Pastor Mpazbanyone with us on the line. Pastor Mpazbanyone, good evening and welcome back to Radio Puppet. Good evening, Gregor Free, and thank you so much once more for having me in. Good evening to the listeners as well. We are talking about mental health issues, and of course uh, we are focusing more on the whole issue of suicide. I know that uh, it made the headlines uh, recently with some of the prominent figures committing suicide, and uh, I've also read on some of the uh, other people's um, Facebook and uh, social media pages uh, talking about, you know, it's just like they're complement uh, i mean contemplating suicide kind of some of them it's like they're entertaining um a suicide and we know that it's not uh, they are not the only ones that are um uh, victims of this uh, mental health illness or mental illness uh, and uh, there are many people that uh, are doing it and there are many family members who have lost their loved ones to uh, suicide uh, it's just that uh, they are not in the you know public space so but we cannot uh, ignore the fact that uh, there are people that are going through that, and some of them might be suicidal as we speak. And uh, the fact that you'll be helping us get this issue here, uh, suicide, as one of the problems that the uh, mental health and uh, mental illness. Um, yes, indeed, it is true just so sad that, um, you know, as I don't want to say as a country, um, but globally we are experiencing this problem that is really, really uh, on a daily basis growing massively. And we cannot take it lightly as a Christian society and, you know, put a blind eye on that and pretend as if it can affect us or it's not affecting us. In a child sense, um, you know, everybody um, gets affected by this and majority of people, you know, um, have, you know, quite a high majority of people um, have been suicidal, you know, one way or another. They found themselves, you know, having those suicidal ideations, you know, that's when you just have an idea and you don't do anything about it. And some people, you know, became highly suicidal to a point that, you know, they actually attempted and some people it became successful. So the issue of um, suicide really, thank you so much, Sarah for allowing us to have a chat about it, um, because, you know, um, none of us can say, you know, I am safe from this. Um, we have children, we have family members that we love, and even ourselves sometimes, you know. Therefore, hence it's important that you talk about it, you know. When it comes to suicide, Godfrey, you know, that's when a person, we all know that, you know, that's when a person, um, you know, harm themselves with the intent to, 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 to die, you know. is that edge to find yourself not wanting to live anymore, you know, feeling like, you know, you don't want to be part of this world. And it is called, it's influenced by quite a number of factors. Um, but the most common one is, severe depression, you know, is the most common one that makes people to uh, find themselves, you know, uh, taking their own lives. You know, it happens when one has great emotional pain, you know, um, you know when they have lost hope, you find that, you know, 
they see, you know, the only way out of that pain, you know, the only way that they could relieve that pain, it, it can only be through, you know, taking your own life, you know. And hence, it is very important that, you know, as the Christian society, and not just the Christian society, but everyone else, we become aware of this and, and you know, being a Christian to identify those signs. Um, other factors that causes that, you know, it's when a person, you know, really feeling hopeless, you know, deep sense of hopelessness, you know, based on circumstances that is, has been perpetrating and they trying to resolve the issues and they're not being resolved and they feel like, you know what, I maybe I should rather find myself not being part of this world anymore. And uh, for some people, you find that, you know, uh, uh, they went through trauma. It's also very, very common with people who went through, who experienced, you know, tr- trauma, um, even at, you know, when even when they were still children, you know, people who were sexually abused, for instance, as children, and who were ra- those who were raped, um, those who were physically abused, you know, people who were exposed to violence, different kinds of violence, they become at risk of of actually, you know, being suicidal because of you know that pain that they endure on a day-to-day basis. Um, the issue of substance abuse as well, you know, and impulsivity, you know, some people, uh, quite a number of people in Erogodri is shocking that, you know, they take their lives, you know, when they're not sober. You know, we find that, you know, they end up taking their lives, um, you know, when they're under influence of, of, of um, substance because at that time they become really impulsive. And, um, you know, the issue of loss as well. Um, whereby when you've lost someone that you love, you know, it could be through a relationship, you know, uh, the person that you loved so much, you lose that person, you know, then you have that person terminate a relationship. And if there was some kind of dependency in that relationship, you find that, you know, then, you know, you feel worthless and people end up taking their lives. Um, the issue of academic failure, that one is common. I think we've seen it before when people have a high sense of failure, not only academic, just failure in general, you know, when people lose jobs, most especially if that person is a male figure, and they lose their jobs, they feel like they failed their family members and they find find it necessary to take their own lives, you know, because that level, they become much more vulnerable, you know. And, you know, financial problems as well, people with financial problems, you know, when they realize that, you know, there's nothing... There's no way out of the situation. I've tried it all. I've borrowed money from all sides, and I can't even borrow from anyone else now. And you know, there are no any other means to find themselves, you know, committing suicide or being suicidal. Issues like bullying. I think we're seeing it a lot now in the social media happening. You know, cyberbullying is the one that is very common, but it does happen in schools as well, in the workplace whereby, you know, a person gets bullied to a point whereby, you know, they feel embarrassed, they feel like they be, they feel ashamed and they feel like they need to resort to taking okay, Can it di- directly uh, lead to suicide or is it because so as a person has always been uh, suicidal and they were perhaps suffering from uh, depression? Either way, either way. Um, it, it, you, you, you might find that a person, let me give an example, 
um, in the workplace is being bullied, uh, maybe by your boss and your subordinate people, your subordinates, not subordinates, your fellow workers, they learn from that boss that, you know, this is how you are supposed to be treated. Because of lack of problem-solving skills or or lack of assertiveness, then you find yourself that, you know, resorting life. So it does happen that, you know, know, when a person is being bullied directly, um, you know, if it perpetuates and keeps on happening, um, then a person ends up taking their own life. But if you've been bullied today, tomorrow you take your life, you know, if it hasn't been happening all the time or you were never bullied as a child, you find that um, it might trigger, you know, that bullying might actually trigger um, issues of depression or unresolved issues because there are quite a number of people that were bullied as children and they never resolved that. And as they grow up, they, you know, they're dealing with this issue, but they're not even aware because it's just stored in the subconscious mind. And, um, you know, when they come across issues of bullying, then it triggers that pain and they end up, you know, actually taking their lives. So it's either way, you know, yes. We're with uh, Pastor Mposbanyoni, and uh, tonight we are talking about suicide as one of the mental health illnesses on Radio Puppet, your daily companion. So that's what we are uh, talking about. So in, in most cases, uh, there are many other external uh, contributors to to suicide and not only depression. Yeah, the ones that I mentioned now, I've mentioned quite a few. Uh, but then, um, a suicide record free is not a, a, a mental, it's not, it's not a, uh, a, a, a mental, it's suicide on its own is not, um, a, a, a condition. It's what, when a person kills themselves, is the, is the response, is the response to, um, the condition that one happens, you know, or, or that, that one go, goes through. If, for instance, a person that is severely depressed, you know, we're not saying that person has got a mental health issue of suicide, but the mental health issue here is severe depression, which leads to suicide or can even lead to many other things. So suicide, you know, um, when you see signs of suicide in, in the photography, you need not to ignore those signs, you know. Um, yes, I've mentioned quite a few, like you're saying, uh, it's not only the internal thing, like externally, it gets triggered by things that are happening outside, um, like issue of, you know, chronic pain, a person that is ill, a person that has been ill for a very, very long time, um, they might find it necessary not to live anymore. They might feel like, no, maybe I shouldn't be living anymore. And they take that life, you know. Um, some people will feel like a burden to others, like a person that has been ill for a long time or a person that is too dependent on others. Mm. They don't have any other means of making income. We feel like um, you don't we feel like you're a better Olabisabatu, you know, as a result you feel like, you know what, maybe let me just go and be with the Lord, you know. Uh, so yeah, it is really something very, very sad. Very sad. And you hear people, you know, being judgmental about it. Um you know, judging those who take their lives. Um, you know, sometimes, Godfrey, I say, you know, if we're not really informed about certain things, we'd rather keep, you know, not be too vocal about it. You know, much as it's important that we all be expressive of our opinions, 
But at the same time, I think it's important that, you know, we get facts on issues before we actually come to a conclusion. Uh, because when it comes to mental health issues, more especially depression, people who are severely depressed, you know, it's, it's really something that, you know, you talk to people who are, you know, who went through that, who are going through, you know, who are actually patients of, 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 of depression, you know, they will tell you how painful it is, is that when, when you go through that, it feels like it's the end of the world, you know. But then, you know, some of them, you know, by, 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 by God's mercy, they will now see a need to seek help, you know. You know, in, in my practice, for instance, I see quite a number of people who are, um, who are at risk. You know, the risk, risk cases are, are people who are highly, highly suicidal and they will pick up a phone and say, hey, I need help. And they get referred to us and we speak to them and, you know, they get help, you know. So I want to say to people out there, help is there. Please don't take your life when you feel otherwise. If you realize that, you know, there's some kind of changes in how you're feeling about yourself, even before it even gets there, you know, it's important that you we have a culture of seeking help. Once you have culture of seeking help, um, you know, this can be, you know, can be dealt with. This issue can be dealt with. It can be dealt with um, medically. It can be dealt with, you know, through uh, talking therapy. It can be dealt with, you know, through prayers. It can be dealt with, you know, through many ways. But prayers alone, you know, because there are people who say, you know, um, why didn't this person come for prayers, you know? Um, people have to talk so that you know what is happening inside, you know. You know what I like about Christ is that he, was, he had a culture of talking. David in the Bible had a culture of talking. God himself, he's not a, you know, loud God. He talks, you know. So it's very important that we have a culture of talking and expressing how we feel about issues, expressing, you know, once you realize that there's some kind of abnormality that is happening in us, Mm. You talk about it. You talk to someone. Mm. Be- before we wrap this one up, for, it is for tonight. I'd like to know how um, Christians and believers, uh, you know, whether they are helpful when it comes to issues such as this or they are making uh, matters worse. I believe, Jorge, we should be um, leading, we should be the trendsetters with regard to helping out people who are suicidal and who whose family members might have lost their lives because of suicide. You know, one thing that I fear about this, my concern is uh, we can be judgmental and use the scriptures out of context and uh, in so doing make people to even be alienated further and further from, from the truth and further and further away from and their creator. Are we helpful in this regard as far as uh, uh, suicide is concerned and many other mental health issues are, are concerned? I, I think we, I don't think we're playing our role, the role that we're supposed to be playing in terms of carrying this. Because, you know, when you are interested, it's, it's in a certain area, it's, a, it's an area of interest to you. You spend time on that. Um, I'm not sure how many churches are talking about this. We see it happening. We see the low, the souls, you know, poor souls living this world prematurely, and we're not doing much. Instead, we actually a, a judge. Instead, 
I think it's very important that we actually take after Christ, whereby we don't pinpoint, but we ask ourselves how best can we help, can we be of help. We shouldn't be, you know, quoting the scriptures out of context. And it happens a lot, not only through when it comes to issues of suicide only, you know, also on issues of depression, you know, saints will believe that, you know, if you're depressed, it means you are holy enough, you're not Christian enough. You know, some people, you know, when, I mean, those days, there were days when a person is HIV positive and they take um, medication, you know, there will be pastors who will tell them, to stop taking medication, the meds, and people died. We saw people dying. And we've seen it even now during the time of COVID, you know, whereby people say, no, don't wear masks, you know, and, you know, and people get infected and people died. You know, we saw people with high faith passing on here on earth, you know. So we really need not to be ignorant, you know. There's nothing as powerful as being knowledgeable, you know. When you are knowledgeable, you are in a position to cap many problems and it will help you actually it requires wisdom you know when, when you're knowledgeable you become wise and you'll be in a position to take save lives including your life as well so yeah i, I, I would say we need to find ourselves playing a better role let's open up you know let's let's have let's become open-minded when it comes to this kind of issues and let let our you know, conversations, you know, and narratives around this kind of issues. Be biblical in it. When you go through the word, you realize that, you know, the Bible addresses this kind of thing. It talks about issues like um, anxiety, you know, uh, when it says be anxious of nothing, but it gives you a solution to that. So we say people shouldn't be doing things, but we don't bring solutions on the table. Um when you go through the word, you realize that, you know, the Bible talks about condemnation, you know, the, the issue of self-condemnation. Some people, most people kill themselves because they condemn themselves, you know. So when you go through the word, you come across such scriptures. But you don't just throw people's scriptures without, you know, um, without containing them. You know, you have to contain a person. If a person feels that, like, I want to take my life, you can't give them a scripture and they'll hear you. I'm telling you. It's a matter of approaching it with tact. Contain them. Tell them how much you love them. It looks them. like so one, once they have reached that stage, it gave the stage of no return. But is it true? Or can they be convinced Absolutely. otherwise? Absolutely. They can be convinced. They can be convinced. You know, hence you saying, never ever ignore it. You see it immediately. We do empower people on how to actually approach a person who's highly suicidal and how to contain that person until that person gets help. So mm-hmm. it doesn't mean they've reached a point of no return, but during that time, should they get help, they actually find themselves um, being saved from that situation. Hence, many people will tell you that I have had suicidal ideations, I almost killed myself, and this is how help came through, you know. God is an amazing God. God will always make a person talk to someone. You know, people will tell you that, you know, um, yes, he was a bubbly person. However, there was a sign, but I ignored mm. that sign. Mm. God, you know, just want us to be obedient and listen all the time. But we'll continue with it again, again next week. Yes, I think we need to carry on with it. 
um, record free today, I feel like I need to give people a suicide crisis line, mm. um, which is a, it's a free, a toll free number, zero eight hundred five six seven five six five. Zero eight hundred five six seven five five six five. Yes. What so, is saying? Suicide. Suicide crisis line. Suicide crisis line. Yeah. So okay. anybody can call if you feel suicidal. You can talk mm. to someone there, and then if you see someone being suicidal and you don't know how to deal with it, you can call that line. And I can also leave my numbers again today. Zero eight two eight five nine. Triple zero nine. Zero eight two eight five nine triple zero nine. Yes, sorry, Thank you so much. Okay. Radio Pulpit's Facebook page makes you more a part of the station than ever before. Now you can give your opinion regarding our programs or even contact your favorite presenter. You can get the latest news and existing programs and communicate with other listeners. Come on, let your fingers do the talking on Radio Pulpit's Facebook page. It's interactive and dynamic. Just visit facebook.com forward slash Radio Pulpit.